Hi, Mouse Planeteers, and welcome to Mouse Station in orbit around Mouse Planet. I'm Mike Demopoulos, a former Walt Disney World cast member. And I'm Mark Goldhaber, editor and staff writer here at MousePlanet.com. This is episode number 42 for Monday, August 13th, 2007. And as episode number 42, we will bring you the answer to the great question of life, the universe, and everything. Welcome to the podcast. Just about every weekday, we broadcast live from this orbital outpost. But today, we're broadcasting from the restaurant at the end of the universe. Millieways. Bring you the latest from the world of Mouse Planet. You can send us feedback by sending email to podcast at mouseplanet.com or by calling our toll-free feedback line at 1-866-939-2278. We love it when you call the feedback line because then we can play your call on the show. And before you start writing or calling about our comments during the opening, uh, we refer you to Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy by Douglas Adams. Or the Disney movie. Or the Disney movie, though. Do, do they actually get to 42 in the movie? Yeah, they have to They have to mention it. I'm trying to remember. Yes, they mention it multiple times. Okay. I still prefer the British TV series, but that's another matter. And now, on with the show. Okay, if we have to. We do. And let's do Tip of the Week. Now it's time for the Tip of the Week. This week's tip of the week comes from listener Deborah Kwan. Deborah writes, I have a premium annual passport at Disneyland, which comes with a free stroller. For those that don't know, premium annual pass holders get a free stroller rental each day at Disneyland. But, she continues, since my kids are too big for the stroller, I've been using it as a movable locker. Since it's free with the pass, I don't have to pay the $10 for this locker to store our stuff. An added benefit is that if Main Street isn't convenient for you, you can move your locker to wherever you would like. Drag it with you from land to land, even. Be sure to pick somewhere there aren't a million strollers, and also somewhere that they won't rearrange the strollers, as both of these can make it hard to find yours. We don't tend to bring anything that we'll cry about losing, but I've never had a problem with people taking stuff out of the stroller. Enjoy your free lockers, everyone. That's a very unique solution. Yep. Though I will say that during Mouse Fest, Deb Wills uses a stroller as a portable locker going to all of the various meets throughout the park. So um, I, I have seen uh, others using that exact same tactic. And that's our tip of the week. Do you have a tip to share with our listeners? Send it in to podcast at mouseplanet.com or call it in to 1-866-939-2278. We'll give you credit on air if we use your suggestion. Featured Attraction In our Featured Attraction segment, we give you information from Mouse Planet's park guides and then add in some of our own take as well. This week, we'll look at Mulholland Madness along Paradise Pier at Disney's California Adventure. The Mouse Planet Park Guide lists Mulholland Madness as Mulholland Madness is supposed to give you an idea of what it is to drive in L.A. traffic, though at 27 miles per hour it achieves speeds we generally don't make it up to in the real thing. It's a Mad Mouse-type roller coaster, which means it has steel construction and flat turns that don't bank. Shoulder and headrests were added after opening to help with the sharp turns. Have you ridden Mulholland Madness, Mike? Yes, I've ridden it once. 
And it was the, the, the way you said that reminds me of uh, Johnny Dangerously. I wrote it once. Once. <laughs> it's cute. It's a Mad Mouse type coaster. You know, take it or leave it. Yeah, I'm not all that big on Wild Mouse coasters. I did ride it once. Uh, I hadn't had the opportunity to ride it up until our summer 2005 trip because it was often down or it often had very long rides. But my son was not up to riding it. My wife did, uh, was not up to riding it on that particular day, but they needed to sit down for a little while. So I went in the single rider entrance, and uh, I got pretty much right on the uh, ride vehicle. And I'm glad that I didn't have to wait for it. Uh, I was not all that excited by the attraction. It was... Okay, it wasn't great. I don't know that I would really wait for it to ride it again. So, um, I don't know. I'd give it maybe a, a two and a half out of five. I would put it at two out of five. We'll put a link to the Mulhound Madness Park Guide page in the show notes. Review System Spotlight. Once again, we spotlight reviews of one restaurant or resort from Mouse Plants Review System. This week, we're going to look at Olivia's Cafe at Disney's Old Key West Resort, which is described in Mouse Plants Park Guide as, Olivia's is a very unpretentious place. Bright and cheerful would be the adjectives to use in describing the dining area. Its menu covers the gamut of items that you're likely associate with Key West. Seafood and key lime pie are big items, of course. It was rated 4.2 out of 5 planets on the strength of 5 reviews. A review so new that it hasn't been rated yet is a 4-planet review by Andy Mann of Atlanta, Georgia, who visited on June 22 to 24, 2007. The review reads as follows. A friendly, airy eating house we went for breakfast, as you do. I had the Olivia's special, whereas my wife went for poached eggs on hashed something or other. My breakfast was acceptable. The wife's, on the other hand left a lot to be desired. The eggs were cold and the hash had burnt pieces in it. The staff were apparently getting ready for an invasion of some 15 or more people lining tables up and resetting the tableware. It took a while to get their attention before my wife had totally gone off her breakfast. The next day we decided to eat out of plastic, the same kitchen preparing the meals, just not the same table meals. This was outstanding. The food was hot and very palatable at half the price of sitting down in Olivia's. Obviously, with the same kitchen preparing the meals for both indoor and outdoor eating, I would have to say overall the food was very good, although we did eat out rather than in after our first day's experience. On a final note, beware the coffee outside. It is nuclear hot. I have not had a chance to eat at Olivia's. Ah, whereas I eat at Olivia's fairly regularly as a uh, regular at Disney's Old Key West Resort. It's... Very often, our first meal on Disney property when we're staying at Old Key West, because we usually get in around lunchtime. We get in around lunchtime, we check into the resort, go to Olivia's to have lunch, and very often, by the time we get out of Olivia's, there's a 50-50 chance that our room will be ready. If not, we'll usually hang out around the pool for an hour or so until the room is ready. Or we'll go shopping for groceries, and then when we come back, the room is ready, and we take the groceries right into the room. 
But in any case, Olivia's, we often have lunch there. We uh, On our first day, we'll sometimes have dinner there. And yes, the uh, the food service is very much at Key West speed. Uh, it'll it'll get there. It'll get there. We'll we'll, we'll have the food sometime. Uh, there, it's definitely not a uh, hurry up type of environment there. I remember one time we actually had a waitress who was, you know, moving very quickly, and our food came out quickly, and we were shocked because it's not what we come we come to expect from Olivia's. It's a nice place to have a leisurely meal. I don't know that I've ever really had a bad meal there, and the desserts are great. Uh, the decor is is interesting in that, as the first Disney Vacation Club resort, Olivia's and the hallway outside, out to the Conflats General Store, are all covered with pictures that were donated by member families, and it is literally. Every there's there's almost no room between the photos. It's just walls of photos that people sent in of them on their Disney trips. That was something that they did to help to encourage the feeling of community in the Disney Vacation Club families. And I really enjoy Olivia's. It's it's a very rare trip that we stay at Old Key West and don't have at least one meal there. We'll put a link to Olivia's Cafe review page as well as its park guide page in the show notes. Don't forget that you can access the user reviews section of Mouse Planet from a link on the left-hand side of any page. Just click User Reviews. And don't forget to post your own reviews when you come back from your trip. Ask the Kid. Do you still wish you could order off the kids' menu? Or wonder what it's like to order off the kids' menu? Well, now it's time to ask the kid. It's where we, or you, ask Mark's eight-year-old son a question about anything Disney-related. So, if you're ready, let's grab your fork and knife and ask the kid. Yeah, I don't think we need to grab a fork and knife for this one. We're back again with another episode of Ask the Kid. This week we're going to revisit an earlier question because... When Marianne Fekete asked it, she said that um, we could revisit it uh, after he had a chance to think about it. So he's had a chance to think about it again, and we're going to revisit it. So the question is, if you could add one thing any place in Walt Disney World, and it didn't matter how much it cost or how big it was, what would it be? In other words, what would you like to see at Walt Disney World that isn't there now? It could be at any of the parks or hotels, and it doesn't matter how much it costs. Um, so, what do you think? Well, the last time when you asked this, um, you, I said that I wanted to add a time-traveling roller coaster. Yep. But this time, I think what I want to add is a launched freefall-type roller coaster ride to Adventureland. Oh, what kind, what kind of launched freefall ride? Well, in some ways it would be like Everest. Other ways it's like, um, is there a launch? Oh, yeah, the Malibu one. Okay, so so what would, what would the theme be? Well, it, at first you would, um, at first you would be in the loading area and then you would go up 
and then curve around. Then you would and you would see this tiki head talking and it would say, You shall be banished into a volcano for you have broken a rule of no taking pictures. <laughs> no flash photography, please. And then what would happen? Well, then there would be a bright flash, and then when it stopped, you'd be in a volcano. Oh. But actually, the bright flash would be so that people couldn't see a door opening in front of them, and then they would go in, and then it would close, and then you would go up a little bit, it would switch, and you would come back down onto a flat track, and that is where it starts to be like a launch freefall, because... You're trying to get out there because you're in the rocket and you forgot to bring it out. So you went back in to take it. But I'm like, oh, I might take some pictures. But then the god thing and then you go into the um, volcano and then you there's a switch track. But after the switch track, they have a thing where you try to get out and then they fall down. And then you try to get out, you get higher but still don't get out, and then you fall down. And then the volcano would start to shake. Foam rocks would start shooting up from the ground. And, well, not rocks, foam. But then you would be launched out of a volcano and twist around and get back into the loading area. Cool. And what would you call it? Uh, maybe Tiki Banish or something. Tiki Banish? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Or Tiki Kano. Tiki Kano. Hmm. Or, um, or, uh, Oa's Volcano Banish. Or, well, I just know that it would be an adventure land. Cool. Well, but I don't know which one it would be in because... I heard you said that they were going to try to turn them into the pirates thing. Well, we don't know what's going to happen yet. But okay. And that's it for this week's Ask the Kid. We'll be back next week with another question. <laughs> Freefall ride in the Ventsland volcano. That A launched freefall. And actually, uh, he, he, he asked to revisit that question when we were when we were doing our last recording session because he had been thinking about that attraction and designing it for some time he's got a whole bunch of sketches of how he would design that attraction and um i don't know i may or may not see if i can grab one and scan it in to go with the show notes but he'd been trying to come up with a volcano themed attraction and he came up with the launched free fall idea and then he decided to put it into Adventureland. I had also mentioned to him when he was talking about designing the ride that uh, Fire Mountain was one of the various ideas that was being tossed around for a future attraction at the Magic Kingdom, but that it has no, it has not gone anywhere past Blue Sky at this point. But you know, he he's thinking that. You know, it, it's going to happen, and and, it's, and his ride's going to be, you know, unimportant. But, you know, it's not like his attraction is going to get built for real anyway. But it's it's a really great idea, and, and it, it's kind of fun watching him 
you know, designing rides, uh, designing theme parks and things like that. Well, hey, you know, it could get built. You know, we got Blue Teens in Disneyland, maybe a volcano freefall attraction will come in Adventureland. You never know. Um, and of course, you know, if he could find a way to do it, he would uh, put it into one of his Roller Coaster Tycoon 2 parks. That's that's his favorite computer game right now. He's designing lots of parks in Roller Coaster Tycoon 2. And I somehow <laughs> I have a feeling the Roller Coaster Tycoon 3 is in our future as well. But it's not Disney Roller Coaster Tycoon. That's Ultimate Ride Disney Coaster. I know, but there's not sequels of Ultimate Ride Disney Coaster. No, I was always kind of disappointed about that too. But we still we still have the original Ultimate Ride Disney Coaster. <laughs> And he's 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 created several extreme coasters there. And that's this week's Ask the Kid. And now it's time for this week's Magical Moment. This week's magical moment comes from Stephen Ng's sister-in-law, Lori Ng. Stephen spoke with her at the NFFC convention in Anaheim a couple of weeks ago. I am with Lori Ng, my sister-in-law, and she has a magical moment to share. Yes, I finally have a magical moment of, from this year of a million dreams. Um, I'm here, and uh, I met Margaret Carey again. I have um, been coming to this convention for quite a while, and every time I come and I go see Margaret Carey and hang out with her for a little bit because I just think she's one of the coolest human beings on the planet. And um, I have several autographed pictures of her. And every year I've been coming, I have been sitting in a wheelchair because I've had so many um, leg problems and knee surgeries, and I just can't stand for very long. And so um, we've been just laughing together, and um, she's autographed so many pictures for me, and um, we've been talking about just different things. And this year I come walking up with a cane, and she recognized me right away and gave me a big smile and a big hug. And we talked for just a little bit, and she said, you know what? Here, just wait a second. And she pulled out um, the Fairy Dust Quest uh, and for the egg, the, um, the new Disney fairy book, and she started autographing it. And she says, you know what? This is for you. And she handed me the book, autographed book from Margaret Carey. Wow. And I Tinkerbell. was just, Tinkerbell, oh yeah, I should say, Margaret Carey was the original model for Tinkerbell. She's beautiful, beautiful woman, but when she was young, um, the artists made her do different type of uh, positions and angles and whatnot, and um, she was the original model for Tinkerbell, and spit an image of Tinkerbell is just quite funny. So all these autographs that I have are of her um, in all these different positions as Tinkerbell, and it's really, really, really quite cute. And um, so she autographed my book and handed it to me, and I was just about in tears. And she just says, I am so happy for you. I'm just so happy for you that you're able to walk much better. And so I walked away, and I was just, like, so happy. And I went and grabbed my husband, gave him a big hug, and just said, look what I got, look what I got, look what I got. And so um, I am just gleaming right now. So that's my magical moment. Thank you so much. And, yes, she is gleaming right now. (laughs) 
Wow. She was, she was, you could just hear her choking up while she was telling that story. Yeah, it it definitely is one of those special moments that you only get once in a while, and it was really cool to hear that. Yeah, and you know, it, it, it's Margaret Carey, who's just, you know, sweetheart. So, yeah, it, it doesn't surprise me at all. Margaret Carey, she's awesome. She is one of the sweetest people I've ever met. Yeah. Though, uh, Lori said that she grabbed uh, Fairy Dust in Quest for the Egg, but she also said it was the new one, so I'm wondering if it was Fairy Haven in Quest for the Wand. Though that was only released last week, so I don't know. But uh, in either case, that was that was um, really a, a great moment. Okay, do you have a magical moment that you'd like to share with our other listeners? We've got plenty of open spaces in our schedule for more magical moments. Doesn't matter whether it's in a theme park or not. Obviously, uh, Lori's magical moment was not in a theme park. But in any case, if you had a magical moment that was related to Disney, we'd love to hear it, and we're sure that our dozens of other listeners would as well. Send it in to stories at mouseplanet.com or call the toll-free feedback line at 1-866-939-2278. Your story may appear on the podcast, and it'll also be considered for inclusion in our Cast Place column on the Mouse Planet website. And don't forget that magical moments are best when they're told in your voice, so call that feedback line. So, whether you've got a magical moment or a question for Ask the Kid, we're looking for more questions to ask my son, or if you have a comment on any of our other segments or something you'd like to hear us do, you can send us feedback to podcast at mouseplanet.com or call the toll-free feedback line at one 866 939-2278. You can submit your magical moments to stories at mousepilot.com or on our trophy feedback line. Stories will also be considered for inclusion in the cast place column on the Mouse Planet website. Don't forget to go out to the iTunes podcast directory, give us a good rating, and vote on the helpfulness of the other ratings. The better the podcast is rated, the more people will be able to find it, and we can add more to the family of dozens of listeners. When you listen to our show and you hear me talk about the Lion King for the 42nd time, do you just think, man, I want to have other people hear about all the things about the Lion King and all aspects about the Lion King and everything else Disney-related, but I have no idea how to tell people about it. I just don't know. Well, we have a solution. You can go to the Mouse Planet and Mouse Station Cafe Press Stores and buy the apparel, gifts, and accessories to help spread the word about Mouse Planet and Mouse Station. Just visit cafepress.com slash mouseplanet or cafepress.com slash mouse station. Okay, so that's going to wrap it up for today. Remember that we now have new shows just about every weekday. Don't forget to visit mouseplanet.com for the complete park updates every Monday and fresh content every weekday. For more Disney news, check out our Mouse Planet Watch podcast every Thursday, which is also available from our podcast page at mouseplanet.com slash podcast. You'll find our show notes in the new show notes column. They're also linked from the podcast page. We'd also like to thank our sound editor and audio engineer, Stephen Ng. On Wednesday, we'll talk about high school musical phenomenon give a preview for High School Musical 2. 
Until then, I'm Mike DeMompas, reminding you it takes people to make the dream a reality. And I'm Mark Goldhaber, reminding you to live the magic every day. See you Wednesday. So long, and thanks for all the fish. Thank you.